There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. The corn is as high as a elephant's eye, and it looks like it's climbing clear up to the sky. Oh, what a beautiful morning! Oh, what a beautiful day! I got a beautiful feeling. Everything's going my way. All the sounds of the earth are like music. All the sounds of the earth are like music. A breeze is so busy it don't miss a tree. And old weeping willow is laughing at me. Oh, what a beautiful morning! Oh, what a beautiful day! I got a beautiful feeling. Everything's going. Hello again, this is Buck Benny speaking. I am so excited to present this triple stack Friday special of three episodes that all feature Gordon McRae. We haven't spent too much time talking about Gordon McRae lately. Like I said last week, we've been focusing on Bing Crosby, but if you listened last week, I talked about this week is all Gordon McRae. I'm going to dedicate this whole three episodes to Hogwarts. Hogwarts is a listener who wrote two wonderful reviews for both my Jack Benny podcast and my Judy Garland podcast. And here is what Hogwarts says about the Railroad Hour. The review starts off with, The Railroad Hour is magnificent. Oh my goodness, it says. I love Gordon McRae and the Railroad Hour so much. If you love the musical sound of Showboat, Carousel, or McDonald Eddy movies, then these broadcasts are for you. Not a variety show. Each episode has a storyline accompanied by some of the most beautiful standards of the mid-20th century. I had forgotten what a beautiful singer he was. I look forward to all of Buck's podcasts. But this one is my favorite. Sorry, Jack Benny, you've lost first place in my heart, but you are a very, very close second. What a fun review. Thank you so much for that Hogwarts. I agree that the Railroad Hour is amazing. Now, I still love Jack Benny's show more, but this is just a great find. I'm so glad I'm bringing it to you every week. A lot of folks might be thinking, well, why do you always bring it with Bing Crosby? Other than they're both musical, they're very different styles. And it's true. It's the best match I could find. But I knew this episode was coming up that was going to tie everything together. So in this episode of the Bing Crosby show, we again are missing Bing. No Bing to be found. 
because unfortunately Bing's wife passed away on uh, in 1952 on November 1st this is the show from November 6th so this is just five days later Bing still wasn't ready to perform so he had his friend Jimmy Stewart come in and substitute host for him love to hear Jimmy Stewart Jimmy Stewart does a really nice job of hosting the show it's a lot different than our Bing Crosby shows because there's no skit or anything it's just gonna be Bing not Bing it's just gonna be Jimmy Stewart and um, the announcer going back and forth talking and introducing um, both Rosemary Clooney who's going to be on uh, singing a lot of songs and then about a third of the way through they introduce Gordon McRae and Gordon McRae sings a number of songs so we get a chance to spend time with Rosemary Clooney Gordon McRae and Jimmy Stewart how cool is that it's sounds great it's a lot of fun I think you'll really enjoy this episode following that our second episode is featuring Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis it's the Martin and Lewis show from again the same year 1952 but this is the episode I picked out of course is with guest star Gordon McRae so again you get to hear Gordon McRae having some fun with Martin and Lewis and also singing a lot of great songs and then our third episode is the Railroad Hour from this week. And the Railroad Hour from this week is a great story about a man who goes off to war. And I don't want to go much more into it than that, but he misses the love of his life and promises to meet her. And you'll just have to see how it goes after that. But one important piece is that William Conrad is in this episode of the Railroad Hour. And William Conrad uh, is, of course, the actor who plays on Gunsmoke as Matt Dillon. So it's kind of fun to hear him in another role here on The Railroad Hour. Now, coming up on The Railroad Hour in the next number of weeks, okay, well, next number of months, I guess, there's some great shows. We get Babes in Toyland will be coming up here in just a few weeks. Then... Holiday Inn is coming up at the beginning of December, towards uh, the beginning of the year. We get a chance to have Showboat presented for us, and then a little later will be Carousel. And of course, later on, Gordon McRae goes on to be in the film version of Carousel, as well as the film version of Oklahoma. So it's just awesome to be able to present Gordon McRae to you in this way, and I hope you enjoy all three of our presentations tonight. Please stick with it. I think you'll really, really enjoy the third one, the Railroad Hour. It's a really special Railroad Hour today. So enjoy all three shows. Thank you so much, Gordon McRae. Thank you so much, Hogwarts. Oh, and if you haven't had a chance to give me a review, if you'd like to give me a five-star review, go out there and to um, iTunes and find my Jack Benny podcast and my because it's the Jack Benny show OTR podcast and the Judy Garland and friends OTR podcast and give me a review I'd love to get some more reviews out there um, it's nice to let other people know about my shows so anyway without further ado here is Gordon McRae with a special triple show performance enjoy
Ken Carpenter welcoming you to the General Electric Program, brought to you by the General Electric Company, makers of famous, dependable kitchen and home laundry appliances. And now, folks, we bring you a famous and dependable performer, our master of ceremonies for this evening, Mr. Jimmy Stewart. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ken. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. In Bing's ad absence this evening, our cast includes Rosemary Clooney, Gordon McRae, Joe Venuti, and John Scott Trotter and his orchestra. So we hope you'll enjoy this musical program that will be brought to you by these very fine artists. And here now to start things off is the Paramount Pictures star, very popular vocalist, Miss Rosemary Clooney. Rosemary, come right over here where, where we can hear you. Oh, thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, What's your, uh, what your opening song? This Rosemary? Can't Be Love. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good John one. Scott, will you commence? <laughs> this can't be love because I feel so well. No sobs, no sorrows, no sighs This can't be love, I get no dizzy spells My head is not in the sky My heart does not stand still Just hear it beat This is too sweet to be loved this can't be love because I feel so well Still I love to look in your eyes My heart does not stand still Just hear it beat This is too sweet to be this can't be love because I feel so well Still I love to look in your eyes I love to look in your Very good, Rosemary. Very flashy. Yeah, it sure was. Uh, say, Jim, can I ask you a question? Sure, can. Sure. Well, the question is, James, will you love it in December as you did in May? Hmm? Well, well, let me see. <laughs> and, and the answer is yes. It is, huh? Yes, Jim. You see, I was referring to the food you take from your General Electric food freezer in December. It'll be just as delicious and just as flavorful as when you put it in in May. The stacks of steaks just as juicy and tender, the bushels of fruits and vegetables just as crisp and luscious. Well, that's a lot of food. Oh, the GE food freezer holds a lot and keeps it for months and months and months. That's where you can store the food in May, eat it in December. Well, what if I get a little hungry long about September? Oh, well, Jimmy, you can... What happens then? You can delve into your GE food freezer, of course. And, Jimmy, you can eat a lot of fine steaks on the money you save when you own a GE food freezer. 
And this new GE food freezer costs 13% less to operate than previously. Well, say, this sounds like something we ought to make a big noise about, Ken. I'm glad you mentioned noise, oh. Jimmy, because uh, noise is something there just isn't with a GE food freezer. The new model is 20% quieter than the previous model. And that was a little number often referred to as the Silent Security National. Security National? Mm-hmm, because you can bank on a GE food freezer. You oh, get it? You see the security. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's GE dependability built right in. Yet it costs only about $4.71 a week after down payment. Your uh, GE dealer can give you more details and also show you some outstanding style features. So uh, drop in and ask for a demonstration. Tomorrow might be a good time. That's when I'm going, Ken. And now, folks... Here's Rosemary Clooney singing half as much. Right here, Rosemary? Right here, Jimmy. <laughs> if you love me half as much as I love you, you wouldn't When there's no one else around You only build me up To let me down If you missed me half as much as I miss you You wouldn't pretty. That was Rosemary Clooney singing half as much, which happens to be a pretty big tune for her right now in the record department. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to present our next musical star, the fair-haired boy from Warner Brothers Studio, singing star of the Railroad Hour, the Capitol recording artist, Gordon McRae. Gordon? (laughs) 
Hiya, Jimmy. Hi, Gordon. Gordon, what's your first selection this evening? Well, sir, it's a Rogers and Hammerstein song from South Pacific, Jimmy, called The Cockeyed Optimist. Okay, Gordon. And John Scott, will you give Mr. McRae here your undivided attention? Hmm? <laughs> When the sky is a bright canary yellow I forget every cloud I've ever seen So they call me a cockeyed optimist Immature and incurably green I have heard people rant and rave and bellow That we're done and we might as well be dead but I'm only a cockeyed optimist And I can't get it into my head I hear the human race is falling on its face And hasn't very far to go But every whippoorwill is selling me a bill And telling me it just ain't so I could say life is just a bowl of jello and appear more intelligent and smart But I'm stuck like a dope With a thing called hope And I can't get it out of my heart Not this day can be a gay day for you, thanks to G-E-A-A. Now, just a minute. Now, hold on, Ken. I, I don't like to interrupt, but I feel that if it's something that you have to spell and can't say just right out, you shouldn't say it at all on a family program. I really <laughs> feel... <laughs> Jimmy, no, no. G-E-A-A stands for General Electric Activator Action. Oh. It's exclusive with a General Electric automatic washer, oh. see? Oh, see? Activator Action washes your clothes separately and washes them gently, the way a fine hand laundress would. And does it automatically. Well, just so it's clean. Clean? Oh, with a General Electric automatic washer, you get the cleanest, whitest, brightest wash ever without any work on your part. And after the wash is done, the GE automatic washer spins them so dry, you can start ironing some pieces immediately. And special features... Well, what about special features? Well, the GE automatic washer is loaded with them. There's the small load selector that saves you lots of hot water on smaller washes the uh, porcelain wash basket, and an, an interior light that lets you see right into the washer. And remember the most important feature of all, built-in General Electric dependability. You can have a GE automatic washer for only about $3.94 a week after down payment. Why not stop by your GE dealers tomorrow and get the details? Ladies and gentlemen, here's a wonderful new ballad called Somewhere Along the Way. I'd like to give credit to a dear friend of mine, Mr. Dino Martin, who loaned me the arrangement. Thank you, Dino. I used to walk with you along the avenue. Our hearts were carefree and gay. How could I know? Friends we used to know 
would always smile hello no love like our love they'd say then love slipped through our fingers somewhere along the way I should forget but with the loneliness of night I start remembering everything you're gone and yet there's still a feeling deep inside that you will always be part of me so now I look for you the avenue and as I wander I pray that someday soon I'll find you somewhere along the way I should forget but with the loneliness of night, I start remembering everything. You're gone, and yet there's still a feeling deep inside that you will always be a part of me. So now I look for you. Along the avenue And as I wander I pray That someday soon I'll find you Somewhere along the Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to present an artist who is sort of a regular on Bing's program, the world's foremost jazz violinist, Mr. Joe Venuti. Hi, Jimmy. Joe, what are you going to fiddle for us, Satan? Well, for my first number, I'd like to play Autumn Leaves. Undoubtedly, it'll be my last. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, autumn leaves, huh? Uh, incidentally, I'm I'm going to play this with a rake. Uh, we are going to play. <laughs> okay, Joe, start raking. <laughs>
Wonderful. And now, folks, Rosemary Clooney and Gordon McRae return to sing Walking My Baby Back Home. Well, Jimmy, I can't think of anybody I'd rather stroll with than Rosie. That goes for me, too, Gordy. <laughs> Gee, people sure get acquainted fast around here, don't they? <laughs> John Scott, we're ready when you are. Gee, but it's great after being out late Walking my baby back, baby back home Arm in arm over meadow and farm Walking my baby back home We go along harmonizing a song or I'm deciding to fall The owls go by and they give me the eye Walking my baby back home We stop for a while and she gives me a smile I snuggle my head to his chest mm, boy. We start into pet And that's when I get the very best talcum all over my vest After I've kind of straightened my tie I have to borrow his comb one kiss, then we continue again Walking my baby back home Stop for a while, she gives me a smile I snuggle my head to his chest We start into pets And that's when I get The very best talcum all over my vest Oh, after a kind of straight in my time I have to borrow his comb One kiss, then we continue again Walking my baby Walking my baby Walking my baby back home. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, that is uh, very nice, Rosie and Gordy. Uh, well, <laughs> Thank now, you, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, according to my paper here, I see that Gordon continues along with Cole Porter's Begin the Begin. That's right, Jim. Mr. Trotter, if you please. When they begin the begin It brings back the sound of music so tender It brings back a night of tropical splendor Brings back a memory evergreen. I'm with you once more under the stars. Down by the shore, an orchestra's playing. And even the palms seem to be swaying. When they begin the beginning To live it again is past all endeavor 
except for that tune clutches my heart. And there we are, swearing to love forever and promising never, oh, never to part. What moments divine, what rapture serene. Clouds came along to disperse the joys we had tasted. Now when I hear people curse the chance that was wasted, I know but too well what they mean. So don't let them begin the beginning. Let the love that was once a fire remain an ember. Let it sleep like the dead desire I only remember When they begin, I begin Oh yes, let them begin, they begin Make them play Till the stars over there before Return above you Till you whisper to me once more, oh darling, I love you. We suddenly know what heaven we're in when they begin the beginning. When they begin the beginning. In the kitchen of tomorrow. Well, uh, open your eyes, lady. You're not dreaming. Well, it's no lady, Ken. It's me. I just closed my eyes. The Jimmy. I'm talking to the ladies listening. Oh. It's no dream, lady. You can have the General Electric Kitchen of Tomorrow in your home today for only about $47.20 a month after a small down payment. Oh, I see. It's a commercial. Uh, yes, Jimmy, a commercial. The GE Kitchen yes. gives you... Uh, on kitchens. Not D just on kitchens. No. On the GE All-Electric Kitchen. Uh -huh. The kitchen that does everything for you. Stores your groceries, cooks them for you, washes the dishes, and swirls the food waste away. And that means no garbage. Mm hmm I just thought I'd bring that in. I, I sort of <laughs> like to kind of want to help you out on the commercial, yeah, Ken. I yeah. so want to do my part, part, you know. That's very nice of you, Jimmy. I appreciate it. And ladies, this all-electric marvel is yours the moment you make a small down payment with three years to pay the balance. Incidentally, your GE kitchen specialist will style your kitchen for you just the way you want it, and for nothing. And that's mighty little, especially in these days of high prices. <laughs> if you're buying a house or building one, plan a GE all-electric kitchen into it. Won't cost you any more, and in most cases, you can include the cost right in your long-term mortgage. So see your GE dealer tomorrow. Well, no, don't just see him. Talk to him, you know? Talk to him about your General Electric all-electric kitchen. Okay, Ken? Oh, yes, sir. Thanks a lot, Jimmy. Oh, glad to do it. Glad okay. to do it. Anytime. <laughs> Now, uh, folks, here's Rosemary Clooney singing a song which she's recently recorded, titled 
Who Kissed Me Last Night? If I only knew During the masquerade Who kissed me last night So different, so new Now I'm Afraid I'm in love With a stranger who's gone Whose kiss was such delight Who kissed me last night I must find the one The The stranger who's gone Whose kiss was such delight Who kissed me last night I must find the one The one who kissed me last Well, that's the closing selection for this evening, folks. And now our thanks to Rosemary Clooney, Gordon McRae, Joe Benuti for a delightful program. Bing will be back next week, and his guest will be Miss Dinah Shore. So this is Jimmy Stewart. Good night, everybody. Thanks. Tune in to the General Electric Show next week, folks, when Bing returns with guests Miss Dinah Shore and Joe Venuti. And remember the fabulous General Electric dependability. You can't see it, but you can be sure it's there in every single GE appliance you buy. You can put your confidence in General Electric. Jimmy Stewart will soon be seen in the MGM production, The Naked Spur. Rosemary Clooney starring in the Paramount Technicolor production, The Stars Are Singing. And Gordon McRae appears by arrangement of Warner Brothers, producers of Operation Secret. This is the CBS Radio Network. Transcribed.
Hollywood, we present the Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis Show with their special guest, Gordon McRae, who appears through the courtesy of Warner Brothers Pictures Incorporated, producer of the motion picture Room for One More, starring Cary Grant and Betsy Drake. Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis are brought to you by Dentine, the gum with breathtaking flavor. By Beeman's Pepsin, the gum that's great to chew and good for your digestion, too. By Chesterfield. Sound off for Chesterfield. For the first time, you'll get the cigarette that's much milder, with the added protection of no unpleasant aftertaste. And by Anison, for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, and neuralgia. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to introduce our master of ceremonies, Dean Martin. I have folks. Well, the calendar says that Friday is here again, and we're about to embark on our 18th journey into your home. Incidentally, lots of people have asked how I've been able to stand up under my partner's constant barrage of madness. And I want to go on record as saying I find it very easy for two important reasons, bread and butter. Well, before the animal gets here, it's my pleasure to team up with the lovely Carol Richards in a chorus of I Love the Way You Say Goodnight. I love the way you say goodnight I kind of like the way you mumble While you fumble for your key More time for kissing me I love the way you I kind of like the way you linger with your finger on the bell. More kisses and they're swell when you say, I gotta get home by 12. I always say, let's go. Mm-hmm, you do. Cause you can take longer to say goodnight than any. Three others I know I love the way You say Goodnight I kind of like the way you snuggle While you juggle with your comb mm-hmm. I never, never, never go I love the way I kind of like the way You say The way you always say Goodnight The way you always whisper Honey, nighty-night The way you let our kisses mingle Till I tingle to my toes <laughs> Oh, Dean, we're blushing like a rose I love the way I kind of like the you way say The extraordinary way Goodnight The way Kind of like the way you giggle while you jiggle with your bag. Our hearts are playing tag when you say we 
just gotta be home by 12. Well, don't I always say, let's go. That's true, I said it before you do. Cause you can take longer to say goodnight than any three others I know. I love the way. I kinda like the way. You say. Super duper special way. Good night. The way you have me flying higher than a kite. I kinda like the way you snuggle while you juggle with your comb. Mm, it looks as though you're never going. No, I never, 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 never gonna go home. Exercise on vocal cords. I think it's about time we gave the same opportunity to Jimmy Wallington. Thank you, Dean. And now here's something of interest to everybody. For breathless moments, for your breathless moments. Chew dentine, the gum with <gasps> breathtaking flavor. Dentine tastes so good. Dentine freshens your breath. Dentine helps keep your teeth sparkling clean and white. Dentine, the gum with. <gasps> breathtaking flavor. Before you go out and always after eating, drinking, smoking, refresh your breath with dentine. You'll love dentine chewing gum, for dentine has a wonderful tingling, nippy flavor that lingers on and on. It's delicious. And remember, dentine helps keep your teeth white, too. Keep dentine handy. You'll enjoy refreshing your breath when you chew dentine. So, for breathless moments, for your breathless moments... Chew dentine, the gum with <gasps> breathtaking flavor. Folks, I'd like to do... Hey, Dean, hey, Dean. Jerry, heavens to Betsy, will you wait until I introduce you to the audience? I don't like the way you come running out, barking like a male seal. Nobody likes it. Yeah, but how about girl seals? <laughs> <laughs> it was an ad lib anyhow, Dean. It came right out of my head. Well, you better patch up the hole. <laughs> Here now, I have six holes in my head just like everybody else. Six holes? Sure. Two to hear by, two to breathe by, one to eat by, and one for all razor blades. <laughs> Jerry, I warned you about those fantastic jokes. Everyone knows that you don't put razor blades in a hole in your head. You're right, Dean. You can't. It's full of olive pits. <laughs> Jerry, I'm ashamed of you. Yeah, well, you don't have to be ashamed of me, Shirley. I'm pretty important, see? <laughs> I get laughs and I get smiles and I get applause. And what do you get? All you get is the money and the glory and the girls. And you know what? What? I wish I was you. <laughs> All right, Jerry, I surrender. Who's our first guest tonight? Well, we invited a famous health expert to come over. But he didn't want to come, so I guess I'll have to talk for him. <laughs> All righty, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we're proud to present the author of that famous bestseller, How to Be Happy, Though Healthy. He's an expert on diets, a world-famous bodybuilder, and is said to be the healthiest man in America. Here he is, Dr. Byron J. Bicep. Dr. Bicep, 
You certainly are the picture of health. Well, I ate the picture of Dorian Gray. <laughs> Tell me, Dr. Bison, how did you first become interested in uh, physical culture? Uh, well, that's a good question. Uh, well, I was uh, at the 98-pound weekly, and uh, when I went to the beach, uh, the big guys used to throw sand at me. Uh, one time I got so bad, I looked up at a guy, took a deep breath. And what happened? My trunks fell down. <laughs> I guess you were pretty slim. Slim, buddy. The only belt I owned was a napkin ring. <laughs> Doctor, let's discuss your health course. I understand that really makes a man out of you. Yeah, last year my aunt took the course, and now she's my uncle. <laughs> women took your course. Why, some of the most famous women in the world take my course. Last year, a scrawny little 60-pound girl came to me for help. And do you know who she is today? Dagbar. <laughs> I suppose with all your female students, you have a fine understanding of the opposite sex. Well, I believe the body of woman needs to be dominated. She ought to be slugged over the head 364 days a year. You left the one day out. Have a hard body, that's Mother's Day. Oh, I'm sorry. Tell me, doctor, do you recommend a special diet? Sure, in fact, I'm working on a new diet. Each day you get a tibble full of warm water and one fat-free raisin. I think it's an 18-day diet. You think it's an 18-day diet? Yeah, so far nobody lived past six. <laughs> Well, uh, I guess uh, exercise is more important than diet. Exercise? That's the worst thing you could do. <laughs> you make your blood start jumping from capillary to capillary, from vein to vein, from artery to artery, up the ventricle, down the tubes, through the liver, and left out to pulmonary. <laughs> oh. If it ain't washed out. <laughs> Then you think people should forget exercise. Absolutely. <laughs> take my Uncle Arnold. You take your Uncle Arnold. I do want him. Take my <laughs> Uncle Arnold. He did push-ups every morning, never missed a day. You mean he did push-ups till the day he died? He did push-ups three days after he died. <laughs> no! They had to nail the lid down 12 times. <laughs> then what is the secret of hell? Well, the big thing is breath control. You must learn to breathe down in your diagram. Wait, what? Your diagram. What do I have to do? Draw your diaphragm? Get out of here. You get out of here. Thank you very much. Well, Jerry, start tuning up your raspy pipes because it's time for all of us to sound off for Chesterfield. Dean, please entertain the folks. I gotta go out and sell some smoke. Carpethead, you'll sell much more if you stand right here and let it roar. 
Mildness blight. No aftertaste. Mildness blight. No aftertaste. No unpleasant aftertaste. That's right. Over 1,500 tobacco men told you their mild will tell you again. They're milder with a better taste and no unpleasant aftertaste. Here's what we want you to do. Right now. Yes, here's what we want you to do. Right now. Sound off. For Chesterfield. Sound off. For Chesterfield. Try a pack of Chesterfields. Do it. Fifteen hundred and sixty-two tobacco growers tell you Chesterfields have a milder aroma, which means a milder smoke. And a leading research organization reports, of all brands smoked and examined, Chesterfield is the only cigarette in which members of the taste panel found no unpleasant aftertaste. Enjoy your smoking. Enjoy the cigarette with the mildness plus no unpleasant aftertaste. Sound off for Chesterfields and try a pack today. Get smoking pleasure all the way. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest tonight is one of our most famous motion picture and radio stars, the proud possessor of a mighty fine voice and a very talented actor. Here he is, Gordon McRae. Oh, thank you very much, folks, and, and thank you, Tony. <laughs> you're confused, Gordy. I'm not Tony Martin. I'm Dean Martin. You mean you're the one who works with the Lewis animal? <laughs> That's right Look, suppo- supposing you dig into a song for us And by the time you finish, I'll trot Jerry out here So you can see what a doll he really is Well, that's my pleasure, Dino Can you uh, get your maestro to give me a downbeat? Gordon, this is Dick Stabile's orchestra See, oh? you, 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 you can't use musical terms like downbeat and upbeat You just yell go and they'll race you to the finish <laughs> Well, <laughs> I'll try anything once, Dino. Go, boy. Baby doll, you beautiful baby doll. Let's go home and tell your mother. That you found a baby brother I'm taking you off the shelf Showing you off myself Can't you see it now? I'm taking you walking Holding your parasol There's no use of talking You're a beautiful baby doll Oh, baby doll You beautiful baby doll Let's go home and tell your mother That you found a brand new baby brother I'm taking you off the shelf Showing you off myself Can't you see it now? I'm taking you walking Holding your parasol 
talking. You're a beautiful baby, baby Oh, thank you, Dean. You know, I was... I hey, was, Dean, uh, Dean, have you got... This trap has a strange look. <laughs> Jerry, this man shouldn't be strange to you. This is... I know, I know. Ain't he Mr. Klutz? <laughs> no, he isn't. There is no Mr. Klutz. Good heavens, who's gonna break the news to Mrs. Klutz? <laughs> now, now, look, Sonny. My name is Mac Ray. Hey, I remember you. I seen you in pictures. You're that tall fella. How you been, Joe? <laughs> no, no, what? what are you doing standing on your knees? Jerry, he's not Joel McRae. <laughs> Jerry, this is Gordon McRae. Gordon McRae, say, didn't we used to belong to the same fraternity? I didn't know you belonged to any fraternity. Oh, sure. I used to be president of Kappa Gamma Delta Alpha Schnook. <laughs> really? Do you have a large membership? No, just five of us, Kappa, Gamma, Delta, Alpha, and me. No. <laughs> Look, Dean, there's one baritone to another. What is this guppy doing out of his fishbowl? Hey, are you a baritone, too? I told you, Jerry, all the good singers are baritones. Oh, yeah? Well, I can name three who aren't. Go ahead. Kate Smith. <laughs> Jerry, I think you have the mind of a moron Yeah, well, finders keepers loses weeper <laughs> Gordy, you've been starring on the railroad hour for three years now Do you find radio pretty hard work? Well, it's, it's pretty exhausting, Dino, learning new songs every week And uh, someday maybe I'd like to do uh, maybe one of those um, quiz shows Yeah, Groucho Marx has the right idea mm -hmm. I'd like that, too Hey, yeah, why don't we do another one of those Groucho shows, you know, Dean, like we did with Danny Thomas? Hey, bright idea, Bushhead. Let's head into it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis, and Gordon McRae are proud to present their version of that popular quiz program, You Bet Your Life, entitled... No, You Bet Your Life. And here he is, your master of ceremonies. That's me, Groucho Martin. Well, our giant jackpot is up to $14 now. Our midget jackpot is up to 6000 We had to raise the midget jackpot when we heard the shrimp boats were coming. Georgie Feminine, who's our guest couple? Before we went on the air, the studio audience selected a waitress and a chef as our first contestants, but they disappeared backstage. A waitress and a chef disappeared backstage, huh? Wish I could be there to see what's cooking. <laughs> Feminine, you'd better call our second couple. Well, Groucho, for our second couple, the studio audience selected a popular singer and the president of a motion picture fan club. Folks, meet Groucho Martin. Welcome to No, You Bet Your Life. Feminine, supposing you tell our listeners a secret word. It's a common word. We use it every day. The secret word is paleostreptomyces. <laughs> uh, 
If either of you contestants guess the word, you will divide $1.35 between you. <laughs> Common word, we use it every day. Is it paleostreptomyosis? Well, what took you so long? We only use it every other day. Now, who is the singer and who is the president of the fan club? Baby doll. Oh, I see. You're the fan club president. Oh, I'm the singer. My name is Mac Ray. Well, let's get up off your knees, Joel. (laughs) Well, how about you, sir? What's your name? Statler W. Bick. Statler. But that's the name of a hotel. Dad wanted a bellboy. Tell me, Stadler, are you president of McRae's fan club? Heavens no, I wouldn't touch him with a six-foot pole. Well, don't look now, kid, but you are a six-foot pole. Okay, so you don't like McRae's singing. Whose fan club do you head? Barry Como's? Vic Damone's? Frank Sinatra's? Nelson Eddy's. Nelson Eddy? What's with the Nelson Eddy? What are you, another Lewis and Martin? <laughs> Excuse me, Stadler. You said Lewis and Martin. Isn't it Martin and Lewis? That just depends on who's saying it, buddy. <laughs> Mr. McRae, tell me something about yourself. As a singer, what do you think of Dean Martin? I never think of Dean Martin as a singer. <laughs> well, that doesn't bother me. You don't think it bothers me, do you, Stadler? You bet your life. You bet your life. <laughs> Well, let's get on with the questions. Remember, the midget jackpot is up to $8,000. Boy, what I could do with $8,000. I'm going to buy a yacht. Don't forget the federal tax. Boy, I'm going to buy a motorboat. And the state tax. Yes, sirree. I'm going to buy a canoe. And the XX tax. tax, <laughs> The gift tax. Can I still float my matchsticks in the garden? Hey, what do you say, Groucho? Are we going to get on with the questions? I've had about enough of this Nelson Eddy fan. You hear what he said, Groucho? He had enough of... Nelson, Nelson Eddy! <laughs> well, now, wait a minute. You two sound like Martin and Lewis. If we don't, buddy, you're working for nothing. Uh, <laughs> uh, get out of here. No, you get, get out of here. Out of here. <laughs> good quiz shows to come to an end and get some information about which there is no question and to which Jimmy Wallington has the answer. Thank you, Dean. Ladies and gentlemen, here is something you should know if you ever suffer from the sudden pain of headaches, neuritis, or neuralgia. It's a way to ease the pain, often within a few minutes. A way that is incredibly fast and effective. It's Anison. Anison is like a doctor's prescription. That is, Anison contains not just one but a combination of medically proven active ingredients in easy-to-take tablet form. Thousands of people were first introduced to Anison through their own physicians or dentists. But today, these tablets are in such widespread use that all drug counters have them, and anyone may enjoy their benefits. Next time you suffer from the pains of a headache, neuritis, or neuralgia, by all means, try Anison. You'll like the convenience of Anison tablets, and you'll be delighted with Anison's incredibly fast action. A-N-A-C-I-N. Anison. Ask for Anison by name today at your druggist. Well, many songwriters have written an impressive list of hits, but one team seems to have the magic touch. Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein. 
Although most of their hits have come out of their Broadway shows, they did come out here to Hollywood one season to write the score for State Fair. And with their fantastic record, I guess no one was surprised when the hit song of the picture won the Academy Award for that year. It has always remained one of my all-time favorites, and I'm sure you will remember it as one of yours. I'm as restless as a willow in a windstorm. I'm as jumpy as a copper on a string. I'd say that I had spring fever, but I know it isn't spring. I'm starry-eyed and vaguely discontented Like a nightingale without a song to sing Oh, why should I have spring fever When it isn't even spring I keep wishing I were somewhere else Walking down a strange new street Hearing words that I have never heard From a girl I've yet to meet I'm as busy as a spider spinning daydreams. I'm as giddy as a baby on a swing. I haven't seen a crocus or a rosebud or a robin on a wing. But I feel so gay in a melancholy way that it might as well be spring. It might as well be It might as well be spring. Excuse me, fellas. It looks like good nights are in order. I guess so, Gordy, and I hope you haven't taken Jerry seriously. Listen here, Dean. You don't have to say that about me. I make just as much as you do, you know. Jerry, you don't discuss money in front of a guest. Yes, so what's his agent doing in the hall? Well, he's doing nothing, he Jerry, He ain't buddy. holding out his hand for Halavai, you know. <laughs> Quick, Gordy. We're, we're still alive, you know. Well, thanks very much, fellas. It's been really fun. And it's really been fun, Gordy. Gordy, Gordy McRae. McRae. Good night, Gordy. 
Good night, Gordy. And now, if we can get serious for just a moment, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to say, Gordy, you've been a real great sport. And friends, Dean and I have just been appointed National Entertainment Chairman for the Muscular Dystrophy Association. And we feel deeply honored to be associated with such a worthy cause. We're deeply grateful to those who have sent in your contributions, contributions that will aid in the research that may lick this dread disease. Please remember that more and more money is needed because you are the only ones that can help the poor unfortunates who suffer from this incurable disease. Let's all pitch in and help find this much-needed cure. Please mail your contributions to MDA, 21 East 40th Street, New York City, New York. That's MDA, 21 East 40th Street, New York City, New York. Thank you. Well, folks, till next week, this is Dean Martin. And Jerry Lewis reminding you that we appear on radio through the courtesy of Hal Wallace Productions, producers of our latest picture, Sailor Beware. Night, everybody. Good night. From Hollywood, you have just heard transcribed the Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis Show. Written by Ed Simmons and Norman Lear. Produced and directed by Dick Mack, with music under the direction of Dick Stabile. And brought to you by Dentine, the gum with breathtaking flavor. By Beeman's Pepsin, the gum that's great to chew and good for your digestion, too. By Chesterfield. Sound off for Chesterfield. For the first time, you'll get the cigarette that's much milder, with the added protection of no unpleasant aftertaste. And by Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, and neuralgia. Martin and Lewis are on NBC, the national broadcasting company. Ladies and gentlemen, the Railroad Hour. And here comes our star-studded show train. Tonight, the Association of American Railroads presents the new musical version by Lawrence and Lee of the great stage and screen hit Seventh Heaven, starring Gordon McRae and his guest, the star of the New York City Opera Company, Miss Anne Ayers. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. Yes, tonight, another musical first is brought to you by the American Railroads. The same railroads that bring you most of the food you eat, the clothes you wear, the fuel you burn, and all the other things you use in your daily life. And now, here is our star, Gordon McRae. Thank you, Marlon Miller, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, we take you to Paris of 1914. For seventh heaven. Does it ever depress you working in the sewers? Depress me? Never. Why, Bull, sometimes I feel like a king. <laughs> For no reason at all. <laughs> you see, uh... Though I work in the sewers of Paris town, I always look up. I never look down. I have no use for a pessimist. 
So Chico's a man with a dream in his fist I'll laugh and I'll grin and I'll swear and I'll sin And I'll throw my heart in the sky For I'm a remarkable fellow A remarkable fellow am I I'm the best darn sore man in the whole world. <laughs> you call me a name, why I'll call you the same, and I'll sing this refrain till I die. Oh, I'm a remarkable fellow. A remarkable fellow am I. You can blot out the sun, you can black out the sky, but I'll look at the world and I'll spit in its eye. You can hold a man down, you can make a man squirm, but he's only a worm if he thinks like a worm. <laughs> Not Chico, no sir. I'll plan and I'll scheme, and I'll dare and I'll dream, and I'll find that star in the sky. You know, even in that sewer I sometimes see stars. For I'm a remarkable fellow, a remarkable fellow am I. Well, citizens, fellow citizens, I greet you from my lowly sewer. <laughs> citizens, back to my cozy suit. Diane, stop! Nana, please, no. You do as I say, we have to eat. No! Stand here on this corner, sing your song. A man will come close, he'll be so entranced that he won't see me relieving him of his purse. Begin. Nana. You want me to beat you again? No, Nana, I'll sing. Well, very pretty, very pretty indeed. Monsieur, be careful. She's trying to steal your purse. Oh, 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 thank you, my child. How dare you talk about your own sister like that? You need a good beating. No, no, no. I'll do as you say. You! Here. Stop that. Hey, let go of me. Nobody beats anybody else in this neighborhood. It gives my sewer a bad name. Now, how would you like me to lift you up like oh, this and no. drop you right into the sewer? No, don't. Don't drop me. Don't. You promise never to beat this girl again. I promise. That's better. 
How dare you treat a lady like this? I'm going for the gendarme. Chico, you're a good man. A religious man. Uh, don't be ridiculous, Boo. Why, I'm an atheist. Well, don't you ever pray, Chico? Boo, I have prayed so long and so loud to be a street cleaner up here among the people in the sunshine. Yes? I went to the cathedral, and I bought the largest candle they had for six francs. Well, what happened? Nothing. But do you think I gave up? No. I said, Monsieur le bon Dieu, I'm going to give you one more chance. So I lit another candle. Another six francs. Well, well, what was that one for? Boule, I wanted a wife with yellow hair. A fine, brave, beautiful woman. And, well, a remarkable fellow like me has got to have a remarkable woman for a wife. Well, almost as remarkable anyway. <laughs> that's asking Le Bon Dieu for a great deal. Well, that's what I prayed for, Boule, and nothing turned up. And now your Bon Dieu owes me 12 francs. And perhaps you can understand why I'm an atheist. Good evening, my son. Father Chevignon. I couldn't help but overhear, my son. Now, here, Chico, is a card. Take it to the Commissioner of Public Works, and he's an old friend of mine. A card? Please arrange to have Citizen Chico transferred to the street washing division. (sighs) Don't believe it. (laughs) You see... Le bon Dieu heard your prayer after all. Now, I want you to have these two medals of St. John and St. Agnes. Religious medals? But, Father, I, I'm an atheist. Now, take them, please. Now, I bid you good evening, dear friends. Boor, I am a man of position. And look here, real silver. Wait a minute. Why, there's still a price tag on them. Twelve francs. What? Well, that's what you paid for the candles. Now Le Bon Dieu doesn't owe you anything. Bull, you, you leave me alone. I, I've got to think. Certainly, Chico. <laughs> oh, well, you're still here. Hold up your head. Let me look at your face. Uh, what's your name? Diane. My name's Chico. It's uh, more like a noise than a name. Tell me, what's going to happen to you? I, I was thinking of jumping into the Seine. What? That's a foolish thing to do. The river is for fish, not for pretty faces. <laughs> now, look here, you stop worrying. I tell you, life is short. So why worry so much? Now, you listen to me, Diane. This is my philosophy. La vie est belle, and peu de peine, and peu d'amour et puis bon La vie est brave and perdurable and perdespoir et puis bonsoir. Now you sing along with me. Our life is brief, a little grief, a tiny sigh, and then goodbye. This life is made of all man's pain, a small delight, and then goodnight. You see? It's very simple. There she is. She's the thief. Arrest her. The gendarme. All right. Come along with me, you pickpocket. You'd better be careful what you say about her because... Yes? Because she's my wife. Ah. 
Where do you live? 48 Rue Notre Dame de la Rette. Uh, seventh floor. You'd better be telling the truth, because we'll come check up on that tomorrow. Now, come along, you. You're not a very good informer. He's lying. You'll see. Oh, what have I done? I'll lose my new job. Let me stay with you just until the gendarme come, and, and then I'll go away and not trouble you. I don't know why I do these things. But all right, you come along. You have a great heart, citizen Just an old garret. But when you work in the sewer all day, at night you... You want to be as close to the stars as you can. <laughs> Come to the window. Look. A very close friend of mine. The evening star. And all the rooftops of Paris. Uh-oh. Never look down. Always look up. It's like heaven. <laughs> when you smile like that, it is. You know... Your smile lights up the whole room. I'm heaven when I see you smile, smile for me, my Diane. And though everything's dark, in just a moment for Act Two of Seventh Heaven. That's the voice of a diesel locomotive, to most of us a symbol of modern railroading. But to railroad men, the diesel locomotive is but one symbol of the vast changes that have come in every part of the railroad plant. Here is Act Two of our musical version of Seventh Heaven, starring Gordon McRae as Chico and Anne Ayers as Diane, with special new music composed by Carmen Dragon and lyrics by Lawrence and Lee.
Diane. Good evening, Chico. Look, I have a present for you. Oh, such a big box. Well, open it. Oh, Chico, you're so good and kind to me. Every night you go away across the city to stay with your friend, Citizen Bull, and leave me here in, in seventh heaven. Well, why shouldn't I? Because I've lied to you. The first day after you brought me here, the gendarme came. I told him I was Madame Chico, and he went away. But I didn't tell you because I thought that then I would have to leave. <laughs> you open the box. Oh, Chico, a wedding dress. Do you really want to marry me? Come here by the window. Well, good evening, evening star. You can listen, too. Hearts in love so far above all earthly mortals. We tread the clouds far from the crowd. When you're with me, we seem to be at heaven's portals in seventh simple. Before, there was Chico, and there was Diane. And now there's us. Us? You and I are one. So, one and one makes one. Or, put it this way. Chico, Diane, Terrence. He said the name. All right. Chico, to have a remarkable woman for a wife. And now look. <laughs> Chico! Chico, open up! It's bull! Uh, what's all open the excitement? Up. What's all the excitement? Chico, the mobilization. Our regiment has been called. Come quickly. We must report tonight. Tonight? Go. Go, bull. I will join you as soon as I can. Well, hurry! Diane. Give me courage. Oh, my Chico. 
I'll make you brave. I'll be beautiful for you and strong for you and wise for you. I astonish myself at what I am. You see what you've made of me? I, too, am a very remarkable fellow. Diane, I cannot leave you unless you are my wife. Look, I have saved these medals the father gave me. We'll marry ourselves with them. You hold one, and, and I'll hold one. Monsieur le bon Dieu, listen to us. If there is any truth in the idea of you, please make this a true marriage. Hold my hand, Diane. I take you, Diane, for my wife. I take you, Chico, for my husband forever. Chico, kiss the bride. Diane, listen to me. I will come to you every day, exactly at this hour, just as we both see the evening star. Goodbye, Evan. Chico. No, Chico. Bonsoir. Bonsoir, my Chico. Good evening, my husband. Chico,
remarkable fellow. has been signed. The armistice? Oh, oh, Bob. Now my Chico will be coming home. Diane. What's wrong? Chico will not be coming back. That's not true. For four years I've talked to him every evening. In a few moments I'll talk to him again. Child, child. (gasps) Months ago he gave me this medal to give to you. He told me to tell you that he died looking up. Did you see him die? No, I had to move on. But his name is in the lists. In the lists? Then he never came at all. I I just imagined that he came, didn't I? He will always be with you, Diane. And I was so sure. The first time I saw him, he he rose up from the sewer and, and had stars in his hands. There. There is your evening star rising above the rooftops. Chico, Diane, heaven. He's not dead, I know, Father. are filled with you. They tried to make me believe you were dead, but they couldn't. They couldn't. I've been hit by every shell that's made, but I'll never die because the idea inside me was gone. And I'll see. (laughs) They can't keep me blind. I I tell you, Diane, I'm a very remarkable fellow. Oh, yes. A very remarkable fellow. Thanks to Jeanette Nolan, Bill Conrad, Norman Field, Marvin Miller, and to our entire company. 
Seventh Heaven was written by Austin Strong and originally produced by John Golden. Mr. Golden is the producer of the current success, The Male Animal, now in its sixth month on Broadway. The Railroad Hour is brought to you each week at the same time by the American Railroads. Marvin? Ladies and gentlemen, our political parties and candidates have told their stories. In this most critical time, our domestic and foreign problems have been thoroughly examined. Never before in history have so many people had the opportunity to see and hear political candidates express their views. Now it's all up to you to say what you think. So no matter what, be sure to vote tomorrow. Thank you, Marvin. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here again is California's own lovely Ann Ayers. Thank you, Gordon. It was wonderful being in seventh heaven with you tonight. <laughs> Tell me, what's on the show train next week? A wonderful Rogers and Hart hit, Dearest Enemy. And Eileen Farrell will be our guest. I'll be listening, Gordon. Good night. Good night, Ann. You were a wonderful Diane. All aboard. Well, dear friends, it looks as though we're ready to pull out. And so until next Monday night, and dearest enemy, this is Gordon McRae saying good night. Seventh Heaven was presented by arrangement with 20th Century Fox, whose current release is Darrell F. Zanuck's Technicolor production, The Snows of Kilimanjaro, with Gregory Peck and Susan Hayward. Gordon McRae appeared through the courtesy of Warner Brothers, producers of The Miracle of Fatima. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. This is Marvin Miller saying goodbye until next week for The American Railroads. Now stay tuned for your Monday night of music on NBC. This is NBC, the nation's headquarters for election news.